when I created the notes that I have to order my soulmate, I didn't realize that unintentionally I was creating who I want to be. Welcome back to another episode with my best friend, Arozo. Okay. I would come Thank like you. a little bit closer. I know you have to sit close to me. Ugh. Okay. So I started my apartment on fire. <laughs> okay. When I had COVID, I had a candle lit and I totally forgot about it. And then I threw my booty bands on my desk where my candle was and my booty band started on fire and i just remember being in the hallway rolling out my glutes and i look over and i see like my whole desk just up in flames and i was like what like my i didn't even know what to do so i went and took my brita and just like well first i blew on it which is so stupid you're just adding fuel to the fire (laughs) like i blew on it and of course my breath with covid i didn't have any co2 capacity (laughs) and so it got bigger and then i grabbed my brita and just poured it all over my desk but so this is like water damaged and has burns all over it exactly i completely destroyed my book but anyway my mom gave me it as like a um a dreaming kind of like keep going kind of thing it was when i had my surgery and she's like keep your faith and she put uh this picture of when i left for uh california in it this was like from our cabin and it was the day that they took me to the airport and i just hopped on a plane and moved here that's so cool no so what inspired you to move to california it was a job that i didn't i just didn't even want to move here but i was so itching to get out of wisconsin the Mm -hmm. midwest that i was like something's calling me here i just have to do it and yeah but one more quick thing is this picture is crazy so i left for um uh wisconsin a few weeks ago i came back here Mm -hmm. but i had spent over a month at home to just like get get better yeah Mm -hmm. i was not doing well and my mom said so the day that they took me to the airport i was crying in the car to my mom and i was like I'm just scared. I'm so scared to go back and be alone and go through this. And what if I'm sick? And what if I get sick again and all this stuff? And I essentially landed in California. My mom said that that day it rained. And it was so weird because me, my brother and sister have our handprints on the driveway. Mm -hmm. And only mine, for some reason, had a wet spot around it. Wow. And and no one, there was no other wet spots on the driveway, like Mm -hmm. no puddles, nothing. And just my hands were like circled. It was like the universe was crying for you. I know. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird, but also so remarkable. I know. And you're such a deep person. So like, (laughs) I, I know that you appreciate this. I actually met a Rozo at a party and it just shows that sometimes good things do come out of the parties you don't want to go to and so (laughs) it was so random it was so random because i was training over at a place in pb and one of the trainers invited me to that party and that's so weird yeah so everyone weird. thought we were dating and i was like no he's no. just a friend yeah my friends don't <laughs> we'll everyone. get into that yeah. <laughs> 
And then I met you and we just had like these amazing conversations. I know. And then we both found out we live so close to each other. That was so weird. We we just were standing in the middle of chaos at this party talking about very deep things. And then I remember maybe it was even a few weeks later, I was just working at a coffee shop and I sensed someone coming up to me and I was like, who is this? Do I know this person? And then you're like, it's a Rosa. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we just crossed paths (laughs) again. It was like the universe was like, hey, you two get together because I'm so, and I'm so glad that it did. It was meant to be. So, okay. For people that don't know you, who are you? Um, so my name is Arzo Shahabzala, so that is like how you actually say it, but I Americanized myself very early. So I was born in San Diego, but I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, (laughs) um, farmland of like 13,000 people. Everyone knows everyone. So like imagine Gilmore Girls. Right. Um, and it was pretty crazy because I was the only Afghan family and, um, they were they just have a a smaller mindset and a very closed-minded um outlook on life and that's no fault of their own other than the perspective that they have um and i had friends that came up to me and asked me at their wedding what's it like to be on an airplane um and for me that's just like so like mind-boggling because they've never flown anywhere they've never flown anywhere but they found the love of their life in our small hometown wow um so life is just a little bit different there yeah um i loved growing up there and i think that it taught me a lot about these different perspectives that we do have and how everyone has such cool layers behind them. Yeah. And so I just love to peel back those layers and love having deep conversations and getting to know like what lights people's fire. Yeah. 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 I love that. So yeah, I went to University of Missouri, graduated in three years and then... Damn. Yeah. Okay. Snaps for a Rosa. (laughs) So I, I just knew I wanted to get in and get out, but I mean, I was involved and everything. I was in a sorority. Um, I was president of uh, DECA for the state Jeez. and the chapter. I'm like so not surprised just from what I yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't sleep. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you are the busiest person I've ever met alive. So in college, I'm like, can't even imagine. I loved being busy. And it's not even like, um, like I have to check things off. It was like, how do I make my life better for myself and then the people around me? Yeah. Um, Because I really do believe like you're, you get to be surrounded by these amazing vessels and that can carry you towards uh, success. Yeah. Yeah. You, one thing I wanted to ask you was from the year and whatever months I've known you, you pour so much into other people literally to the point where i texted her last night at all hours and i was like i'm so anxious and she comes over at 11:30 after a potter's game and just sits on my couch to talk and we're both tired as hell like falling asleep <laughs> on my couch but i just needed a comfy. human and i was thinking to myself this morning you do so much for other people you just did a house build in mexico last weekend how do you have energy and how do you take care of yourself when you're seriously like you are doing something for someone all the time have you ever done the human design experiment no we should do it Um, (laughs) what is it so i'm a manifesting generator um and so 
the human design experiment shows you how you use energy mm. and i have my own power source mm. so by living here by myself i recharge and then i like to give so much of that energy away and then i reciprocate it back not um, all the yeah. time um but you know i do love giving and i feel like it's just this contagious ferocity for life yeah um i love that giving that house away last weekend was such an incredible experience so just to backtrack a little bit um i have done now done eight homes in mexico so cool. um built them all by hand with all of my friends and just business partners and incredible people um and it just happened by chance it happened by saying yes to so many little things yeah um i was in yoga teacher training three years ago a friend that was in yoga teacher training invited me to a Fitbit local event. I met Sherry and Mike there. Mike invited me to Greatness Collective and uh, a mastermind session at Eve. And then they had these impact trips in Mexico. So January of 2020, I went on my first impact trip. And wow. Uh, the people I met the volunteers, the family, the kiddos that we played mm -hmm. with, everyone was just there to be so selfless. Yeah. And uh, to help other people. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of life is just to help others. Yeah. Um, I think too, we sometimes get in this mindset nowadays that we have to, we almost overdo the whole self-care self-care yourself before everyone else thing and I think my problem has sometimes been that I think what will help me heal or get better is solely focusing on myself and pushing away people and that's simply not the case for myself I think I th I believe that helping other people does give you energy it gives mm -hmm. you light it gives you inspiration it gives you love and that those are all things that you need to feel healthy you know and yeah. take care of yourself so um you know i don't want to go as far to say that health helping other people is almost for yourself but it it, it, it is. is it's for everyone you know yeah. the uh my heart has been so fulfilled um through those trips mm -hmm. i can't even describe how different i am every single trip yeah and i think that um you are allowed to be completely selfish and focus on yourself and then you find moments of peace and happiness where you are able to focus on other people yeah. because of the moments that you took care of yourself 100 there are a lot of people um like take for example i love my mother but she gives so much and she will give you the clothes on her back yeah my mom's like that. and i'm like mom you need to sleep you need to take yes. care of yourself yes yeah and she just gives and gives and gives but mm -hmm. it's not sustainable there is a boundary line and my mom is the same where when the fundamentals start to leave like sleep and nutrition and just community and i don't know like those are big fundamentals that yeah. i feel like 
once you start taking away from those, it's <laughs> going to go backwards. Yeah. yeah. And we've been focused on that with my mom for a little bit. And she's doing really, really well. And I'm, I'm really proud of her. Good. So it's really about just like being the best you can so that you can be the best for others around you. Yeah. 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 And like you said, just the sleep thing and the, the fundamentals, the pyramid before you're the best for other people will allow you to be the best for other people yeah yeah um i'm on day 59 of the 75 hard challenge she is almost done only like two weeks left then huh yeah pretty close to it that's okay so remind me again it entails 10 pages a day two workouts right Mm -hmm. 45 minutes each one has to be outside yep what else is on it? Um, drink a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. That is probably the hardest one. Yeah. Um, and then progress picture every day. Mm. Follow a diet. No cheat meals. No alcohol. Um, and then I've added on like phase one. So I take a five minute cold shower every day. Ten minute I visual meditation. Um, I journal as well, like eight power critical tasks. Sometimes those are eight affirmations though. Um, and Mm. that's been life changing. You are Um, the most, like if anyone wants to learn how to grow as a person, just follow a Rosso because (laughs) I'm not kidding. You have such a, such a structure in place for yourself and the other day we were just working and she's like, I just deleted Netflix and Hulu. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what are you going to do in that time? She's like, go for walks or read. I'm like, I love being around <laughs> you because you inspire me so much to be better. And um, do you feel this is, you've done the 75 hard challenge before, right? Do you feel better doing it this time around? or I feel so same? much better this time around mm-hmm. um, because I have a friend, shout out to Ariel, um, who's Yay. been doing it with me and it's inspired me to create a business out of it. Um, so cool. Yeah. So we wanted to do a trip at the end of our challenge. And so I am creating a business called Roshan, which means little plug here, which means um, light in Farsi. And I want people to be the best versions of themselves. Um, I know we talked about before, bet on yourself. Yeah. And it truly does matter. Yeah. So by creating these disciplined actions every single day, you're able to um, create freedom out of it. Mm -hmm. And so everyone will have this checklist of things that they need to do and they'll be brought into a community a community that i think most of us lost during covid very good point point. and even if we did have that community maybe we reflected on it and we found that going to bars and clubs and um doing things that really weren't what called us yeah where it's time for us to level up and yeah figure out what we really want in life. Mm -hmm. So we create this community. People support each other. We grow together. And then at the end, if you complete uh, the accountability tasks and the mastermind sessions and you go to the events, then you'll be invited to a once in a lifetime trip. And the trip will include a a service as well. So you will be giving during the trip as well. Yeah, it's a beautiful idea and it reflects so well on who you are as a person. And I think that's what will make building the business so easy for you just because it aligns so well with your soul. And I 
when you talked about COVID losing community and then finding ourselves in places that maybe don't align necessarily with us, that hit home for me. And I think for a lot of people listening to this, I feel as though my type of listeners are similar to me in the sense where they need deep and meaningful connection and not a lot of surface level novelty. Um, Mm -hmm. And so a community like that, especially for women, is beautiful. I think there's a lot of communities for men and you know there's communities for men and women together but there isn't a lot of focus on just women becoming the best version of themselves so i'm yeah. pumped for you it's time for sisterhood it is it's like a sisterhood oh. like of the traveling ideas i don't know <laughs> the, traveling, the traveling i know what's the traveling leaders leaders that's a yes. lot better i'm like ideas <laughs> um while we're on the topic of aligning with ourselves mm. you just turned 28 oh my gosh which is actually an amazing age i feel like <laughs> you're still under 30 which honestly i think like i said last night i i believe your 30s are probably your best years but 28's great let's talk about dating Oof. okay because it's hard here in san diego <laughs> it's hard out here and we both grew up in small midwestern towns of like seven thousand people mm-hmm. so the juxtaposition of the two is insane. Like there's such a difference. And when I go home and visit, I get grilled like, Oh, are you dating yet? Or do you have kids? Or I'm like, do I look old enough to have kids? I, oh. <laughs> or do you even I'm not want Botox. kids? Exactly. Or do you even want kids? That's not even a, that's such a good point. It's never even crossed people's minds. Mm. And not here, Midwest. yeah. And that's what I love about here is it's, a very different timeline there's no it's more of yeah do you want kids that's i honestly get asked that more than anything else do you feel like dating here has been tough for you like what do you mm. what are your thoughts on it here let's just have free going uh, conversation. yeah so i think that a lot of people in san diego are transplants mm-hmm. and when you come across transplants you're not sure whether or not they're going to move back home as well yes Uh, oh that's such a good point yeah so i mean i've dated guys from the midwest i'm like oh yeah they're like so great they love their family and they do want a future and and they want their own like stable career and all of that and then they're like hey i'm moving back to kentucky yep okay (laughs) have fun thanks for the time together yeah so i would say dating here has been a little bit interesting yeah um i have gotten cheated on here um and then yeah i've dated some partiers didn't like that yeah um dated the military stay away from (laughs) (laughs) no i have heard i have heard that i mean not everyone is the same (laughs) but i i've experienced some things as well and yeah anyway let's just say when they have have ptsd it's a little bit tougher that's super hard super hard yeah we should get out my checklist yes we will oh my god we she has a checklist of everything she's looking for in a future partner if you check these boxes off please dm me i to be honest i heard it last night i don't think anyone checks them off but <laughs> i think there will be people that get 60 percent, and that is who you should be with <laughs> no i'm kidding but i want to just pause because what you said is so true the reason that i have a very hard time settling here and feeling 
like I can make it home is because I feel this sense of temporariness. Is that a word? Temporarity? Tem- you feel temporary. this sense of... Fleetingness? Yeah. Like, basically, everyone here, I feel like, plans to maybe move from here. Because if you want to buy a house... <laughs> it's a little bit tougher. You kind of have to, unless you want to be a billionaire, which is great. But I'll I feel this sense of... Like, everyone's fleeting at some point. Everything's a fleeting moment. And so it's hard to kind of really push for building a relationship here. Because, like you said, most people aren't from here. Or even if they are, it's just such an insane market. I feel like everyone's maybe going to eventually leave. So it's like, if you know that it will come to an end, it's very hard to be present and put something, like, put effort in, I guess. That's something that I'm really struggling with. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone's going to leave. So what am I doing trying to build roots somewhere that is going to have roots scooped up with a shovel in a few years? So do you feel like you have your roots here? I'm working on that. Yeah. I will say I do feel like I have more roots than I did a few months ago. I finally leaned into some things. And I think, you know, it's one of these things where maybe the problem isn't that it's temporary here and people come and go. Maybe the problem is I'm not allowing myself to create roots and I'm using that as an excuse. And it is true that it is a very come and go city, but I also think if you make roots with people, the chances that they want to stay around your roots too, you know? So it's like you can't build roots if you yourself won't let you build Mm -hmm. roots. So a friend of mine sent me a video uh, from Abraham Hicks not too long ago. Long ago, I know about same. the frequency that we emit, mm. and so if you yourself are not creating roots here and are not attracting the right man, is it because your vibrating is wobbly? Mm-hmm. Is it because the people, people sense that, that they do, and, and if you're wobbling and you're not sure where you're gonna go and what your future is gonna look like then how can you expect that of someone else so true how do they trust in you to build something back with you and reciprocate that if they sense that you yourself are fleeting or wobbly or unstable Mm -hmm. not in the sense of mentally we all go through shit but (laughs) in the sense of knowing what you want knowing where you want to be i do i do believe that if i put this energy out of this is where I want to be forever and I'm going to make whatever I need to do happen to make that happen I am happy here if I put that energy out I'm sure I would meet someone that is like-minded and wants the same thing or we foster a relationship and grow it together here so I think you're right on and last night we were talking too about how it's just guy after guy. For me, at least, it's just like, oh, that doesn't work. This one doesn't work. I don't like <laughs> this thing. That da, 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 da. And I keep thinking, when am I going to meet my person? But then I realized I maybe the reason that I haven't, maybe I have met him, but maybe the reason that it's not gotten to that point for me where I'm in a solid relationship is because they sense I'm not putting out energy that I'm really wanting that right now because I'm figuring out what makes me not wobbly and where I want to be and what I want to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. When I created the notes that I have to order my soulmate, I didn't realize that unintentionally I was creating who I want to be. That's 
so beautiful so when i read all of the things that i want in a man and a partner it's actually who i want to be and the more that i reflect on that specific order Mm -hmm. for the universe for my soulmate i realize that i am that person and it feels like that person is coming towards me in a more clear fashion yeah so and i'm not necessarily looking for someone to heal who i am right i want to be healed and to continue to work on myself yeah and i want that same person to do the same same thing so i don't expect perfection Mm -hmm. but i expect a man that's going to work on himself i expect a man to tell me that like yeah, he's going through therapy. Yeah, and hey, we all have things that have happened in our life. Yeah, but if you're gonna tell me that everything in my life is perfect, I'm gonna look at you and be like, all right, you are the least self-aware the person I've ever met in my exactly. life. Exactly, yeah, yeah, you are not confronting your demons. Yep, um, I I believe that so much. And when you meet someone, they're often a mirror of what you see in yourself. If you feel like you're continuously meeting men or women if you're a guy or woman that's into whatever if, if you're, you continuously you know like 30 something exactly plus genders i'm like now. if you're continually meeting people that you <laughs> or and oh no i'm kidding that'd be really <laughs> i'm like i don't know what else to include here hey so come here yeah i'm, I'm like Ugh. <laughs> i feel like you know if you're continuously meeting people that you don't necessarily if you feel like you're getting let down over and over again, I would look inward almost because you're probably attracting those people or you are missing major things because of what you want to see in a person. There's a lot of reasons, but there's this quote that someone said on a podcast recently that was like, if you wake up and you meet five assholes in a day, you're probably the asshole, Mm. which is so true. Like if you feel like everyone is out to get you and you're continuously running into people that are shitty and being mean to you you are probably shitty like you're or you're acting shitty like it's time for a reflection mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so i i don't know i know that some people don't believe in manifestation and i didn't for a while because i thought it was just like uh, like i'm like no you have to work hard and create something but i do think that the energy you put out into the world is what you will find and get back and if you are not in a place that you feel like you love yourself almost like your list of things if you don't feel like that reflects you mm-hmm. how do you expect to ever find that in someone else yeah you can't be expecting someone that's up here when you're down there exactly. yourself yeah. yeah yeah and whether you believe in god or the universe or buddha Anything. whoever it is there i believe that there is some higher power because mm-hmm. I believe there's science. I believe there's things that we can understand. And then there are miracles that happen every single day. Yeah, yeah. And there are moments where um, I ask for a sign Mm -hmm. and it shows up. Yeah. And uh, those are some of the most beautiful moments. Um, And there are some people that live in a scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. that believe that money isn't infinite, that believes that... You know, if this person that I see has love, how can I ever find love? Right. And it's like, no, everything is abundant. Right. Just because they have love, that should show you that it's possible. It's not, it, there isn't an, not enough for everyone. There's so much. And mm-hmm. it should open your eyes to the beauty that the magic is real. 
there's more than enough yeah and things are constantly infinite Mm -hmm. so i look at those moments and i just see happiness um i don't see anger i don't see confusion i see complete transparency instead yeah yeah i uh just the way you vocalize all of that is gives me chills and (laughs) your voice is so calming and you sound so sure of yourself while we're on the topic of working on ourselves Arozo and i made a list and this is one of my favorite exercises and it's more of or less of and you basically write things that you want more of in your life and then things that you're going to push out of your life so that you have room for the things that you want to bring in and i thought we should share some of ours let's do it okay you first are you sure you want to go first okay let's it is on this page okay yeah do you want to go we could just go back and forth. You do one. Okay, one. so the first one on my list that I wanted to leave behind is alcohol. Mm, care to elaborate? I am over, I'm like 60 days into this challenge of no alcohol. And the first day I was on the challenge, I was actually going to a wine festival with all my friends. From I remember Invictus. that. I was like, aren't you doing 75 hard? You're like, yeah, I'm not drinking. I'm like, you're going to a wine festival. <laughs> And she still has fun. That's amazing. They gave me a wine glass and I just ended up like going and getting it poured and then giving it to friends to get them more drunk. I love that. And then like halfway through the event, I was like halfway hurting all of my friends into a group because like it was a bunch of people from my gym. So everyone's like, there's like 20 people I want to say and everyone's having a great time, but I'm the sober one and I'm like, all right, gotta grab you, grab you, uh, get you, everyone move. Um, she's the herder. You're an Australian shepherd. Yeah. That's you. My dog is an Australian shepherd. I'm an Australian you shepherd. Are. You get it that herd in line. You bring them home. You get everyone home safe. It's great. You know directions. Yeah, so, so the first couple of days on the 75 hard challenge, even like the first two weeks, I had people constantly saying like, you know, restart it tomorrow. Come and drink. Uh, it's my birthday. There's always you can't an miss event. Out. There's always an excuse. Always an excuse. And I have had so many friends since then. I'm so sorry if you hear this, but <laughs> so many of my friends are like, I can do that for a month. And I'm like, please, I would love for you to come join me. Yeah. Uh, and I mean this and like, I really do hope that they do join me. Right. But typically within a week to two weeks, they cave. Oh, it was this person's There's birthday. Always a birthday. It was There's someone's baby shower. I'm like, did you need to get drunk? Did yeah. you need to have a drink? And like, the first week I was on the challenge, I went to Fan Fest for the Padres. So, so you know, I'm a season ticket holder. Yeah. And they had like this special um, offer where you could get two hot dogs and two drinks. So I go up there with my friend who's also doing the challenge with me. And we asked for two hot dogs and two waters. And they give us two waters and two beers. And her and I look at us and we're like, fate you are tempting us right yes now. like who gets free beer like alcohol is so expensive here <laughs> yeah and we got two beers just like right in our face and i looked at her and we picked up the drink we're staring at it and we're like no take this Don't away and we just it. gave it away to a friend that happened to be close by and we were like here you go um and then slowly afterwards i i actually went to an aa meeting <laughs> 
<laughs> what? You've never had. I mean, have you had alcohol? No, I haven't had alcohol since that since I started the challenge. But there were times where I was like, "What is wrong with me? I'm thinking about like how much I want alcohol." It's just because you said you couldn't have it. I'm not addicted. Yeah, it's I, just because you said you I thought have it. I wasn't addicted. But yeah. here's the thing. I think I've realized since then how many people are actually addicted to alcohol. A lot of people. And they don't know it. A lot of people. I would say upwards of 70% of people in their 20s. I agree with you. I'm not and even I kidding. I know so many people say it's just a social thing. No, it's but not. But I dare you to not have a drink at a social event. I dare you. And the thing is, there will always be a thing so mm-hmm. it'll be a birthday a graduation a, a holiday concert, a holiday there's always a reason to drink and i also think that i personally have struggled with this too because i never thought i had an issue with alcohol but i would find myself going into a night saying i'm not drinking because i maybe had a stomach ache or something and then i'd be at the the event or the party and then everyone else around me would be and i'd be like ah oh, screw it and like i would do it and even though i'm the most disciplined person ever yeah or i would find myself i went through this thing where i had to go on this diet and not drink for two weeks or whatever and i don't even drink ever i drink maybe once a month yeah but it's still knowing that i couldn't just like giving that restriction on myself and um you know going to events without it it, I you I realized I was using it as such a like oh, if something's boring I'll just have a drink and then it'll make it a little bit less boring you know and that's not healthy and it actually doesn't make things less boring no and if anything <laughs> it just makes you stupider like it makes me slower and not as funny and witty and not as sharp it makes me just dumber and I'm like yeah. what what is the point of this so last fourth of July I did an experiment with all my friends I was at like this huge house in Bay Park area like overlooking the ocean and I didn't tell anyone that I didn't drink all day people would hand me beers I'd take it I'd throw it I off to, to the side kind of yeah, thing yeah and then I'd be like oh no I'm gonna like drink a tequila soda which was actually literally like a soda water, water yeah, with like a lime in it so like people if you guys want tricks that's that's really what, what do. i do i get soda water and a lime and no one questions you because yep. i the one thing that does bother me is when people are pushers and if i set my boundary that i don't want to drink do not to anyone ever say to them oh just just do it what like come on have fun don't be boring that if someone sets a boundary, whether it's drugs, alcohol, it. going to something, respect it. Because it says more about you when you cross that line of pushing someone. It says yeah. so much more about you that you feel so insecure that you are drinking and you Preach. are doing drugs or whatever it is. And you want them to do it too, to stoop to your level. And not that mm-hmm. it's a bad level, but it's like if you're pushing someone and you don't respect their boundary, it means you do have an issue with it inside with yourself. You have an insecurity. Yes, 100%. It's like, let someone be whoever they want to be. Yes. And oftentimes when I tell people I'm not drinking, they're like, oh, like... Isn't it weird? The energy just shifts. you have an shifts. issue? Like, are you pregnant? Or are they you, just like, don't Do you have a problem? Yeah. And I'm like, no, like, I didn't have a problem. Like, no, it's... Yeah. I legit want a better life for myself. And also, I hate how normalized alcohol and drinking is. Like... It is a toxin. It 
kills your body. It makes you feel like shit. There's a reason you get hungover because it's a toxin. <laughs> and I'm not sitting here like I don't ever have a glass of wine. I had a couple glasses of wine on Friday night. Felt like hell the next day. And I was like, <laughs> this is why I don't drink ever. I'm not someone that does cold turkey things. But I also, oh, I, I hate am. how normalized <laughs> I the normalization of it though to the point where you're weirder in society for not drinking than drinking is insane to me because Mm -hmm. it's literally poisoned your body like how are those people outliers can i just say history repeats itself Mm -hmm. so if we look back not even 50 years ago like 30 years ago smoking cigarettes used to be cool there were advertisements where um these famous actors were like smoke everyone does it's good for you like literally they had studies where they paid people to say that smoking cigarettes were good for you yeah and now the same thing is happening with alcohol yeah we know it's a poison to our bodies we know we feel horrible the next day that's so true and then we are telling people go spend your money go get distracted at bars and clubs and go do this thing for social interaction so you can be cool right and to alter your mind in a way that it's like how are you really living that experience if you're hammered and don't remember it like isn't the point to experience things i I just, it's the same thing with how I feel like phones will be someday. Yeah. The way that cigarettes were, where if you're always on your phone, people are going to be like, you're so unhealthy. Like, you know, cigarettes now, we yeah. they're kind of taboo. It's like, don't you know better? Like, it's clearly going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I think the phones and the social media stuff, I hope to God that someday we'll have a similar reaction to, because I think they're just as bad, yeah. to be honest. Yeah during covid i asked my friends um some simple questions about who i am and they didn't know the answers and that's when i they knew what my favorite drink was they knew what i would order like shot wise they Mm. didn't know who i was and if you're listening to this i hope you get to learn a little bit about who i am yeah she's someone that takes the bad out of her life so that she can make room for the good i don't like using good or bad but yeah speaking of yes what's on your list okay i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna pee one second okay (laughs) all right we'll just ping a few back and forths okay all right all right okay your turn let's see what are you getting rid of men that i have to take care of so i'm not even kidding i wrote that yeah so boys not men well apparently boys are still 35 i have like hundreds no i'm kidding (laughs) i have a lot of kids i am so sick of having to be mother to every guy that i have (laughs) some interest in and then i realize i don't have interest after i have to spoon feed them and drive them and buy their dinners and they're like what what are we living in i get that we're all poor i get that gas is seven dollars a gallon i get that we're all struggling but where the frick is the chivalry i am so over it okay just had to get that off my chest no you should Um, because it's so true it is it's i can't tell you how much i I put the card in when the waiter comes. Like, I don't mind if we're splitting it. They forget to Venmo me. They don't even offer. I'm like, what is going on? I get that we're all broke, but really? (laughs) 
I don't even expect expensive dates. Me either. But if you're going to ask me to spend time with me, then you should at least be splitting the cost of our date. Yes. I don't care what it is we're doing. If we're going to a movie, if we're going like... (laughs) If we're going and getting smoothies after a beach walk or if we're going to an expensive ass dinner, split. At least split. I get it. Like, I'm not unreasonable. I get that times are tough. I get it. Trust me. But also, if it's that tough, then probably don't go date. You beat me to it. (laughs) If we're not in that place, don't ask to take my time because I don't have a lot of time either. And I'm trying to build something for myself so that I have a shit ton of financial stability. But if you don't have that, maybe, maybe, maybe just like, maybe, maybe just wait until you do so that we can date in peace and serenity instead of me paying for your breakfast, your gas, your life. You know, I'm not a mom. I'm just being real. It's it's bad out here. I agree with you on that. I mean, I go for a lot of I like to. So my life is very disciplined. Mm -hmm. 75 hard is no joke. So I tend to go on dates where I'm already going to do those things. And if I'm going to go out of my way to go do something, then it's probably going to be a no for me. Me too. Like I had a friend that was going to go on a date with this guy to a whiskey house on a Monday and she wasn't drinking and so i reflected on that and i was like well would you want to go to a bar when you're not drinking is that something you would typically do on a monday and she was like hell no that sounds like an alcoholic ding 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 don't go on the date because that's also literally a false reality if you guys end up dating that's not going to be what you do for fun like do something that you both enjoy doing if you both don't enjoy doing something together you're probably not going to work out anyway so Mm -hmm. just like make it fit your lifestyle and don't make your lifestyle fit whatever it is yeah exactly yeah so my dates now are like beach walks I do going to the dog park that's my dream just Um, maybe some like breakfast or coffee dates or something I love that um and then like just things that I do like workouts are good that kind of thing yeah that's good see what they're made of out of my way it's probably not gonna happen I love and I'm an adventurous person and I have like all the hobbies like I surf I skateboard I roller skate I snowboard, I golf. Yeah, um, you do everything. Paddleboard, yeah. all that stuff. So anything like, active. Yeah, anything active. Like, take me on a date, go do that. Yeah. Also, if you're not active and you tell, tell me you are, please don't <laughs> lie to me because I will find out in the first two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I work out every day and then she's like texting them at day three. So how was your workout today? Oh, I skipped today because I went to the bar. Yeah. (laughs) Red flag. Like, don't... I think the moral of the story is don't try to be someone you're not. Mm -hmm. Because when that truth comes out in the relationship, it's gonna either end or mess things up. Oh, my gosh. I love what you just said. It's so true, though. That's why the honeymoon phase ends. people go and camouflage themselves. Camouflage, yes. That's actually one of my things. Like, basically, not adapting to what the needs of other people are all the time because then by doing so you are not being yourself like Mm -hmm. it sounds so cheesy and cliche but if you are adapting to the energy of the room around you and you're always trying to be liked that means you're never being yourself yep 
like you have to have some enemies or people that don't like you or else you're not being authentic i'm unapologetically me yeah unapologetically yeah, you are like, oh you don't like what you see okay go away that's so true <laughs> you so are what's a, a next one of yours um let's see uh disease what things to leave oh uh, yeah things to get rid of disease do you feel Just, like you have diseases i the word disease right oh, okay. so so dis ease mm. so it mm. is the opposite of ease wow and a lot of mindsets uh l- let me retract that so we can oftentimes create a placebo effect to make us wonder whether or not we have a disease mm-hmm. um fun fact every single one of us has cancer yeah you listening right now you have cancer i don't even want to think about that but here's the thing cancer is not going to kill you yeah if you treat your body and your mind right right and you don't let it mutate Correct. and go crazy so if you have a disease it's because you are creating uncomfortable situations for yourself and a bad environment inside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. inside and out Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times we take these shortcuts with our lives we're like all right how do we get to this instant gratification most of the time we do that our world is about instant gratification yep um and when we take a step back and we realize that the journey is the destination Mm -hmm. um oh i love that then we can actually like have fun in those moments yeah Um, the journey's the destination i love that thank you bryce that's that's (laughs) my coach no that's what i try to live by that these things that we try to achieve when we get there there's a reason why it never feels as good as we think it will and it's because the journey is the thing that we should be chasing Mm -hmm. and enjoying every freaking minute of it the thing that we eventually get and obtain the new car the how it lasts for 30 seconds and then it's like why do i feel the void and it's because the void is always there if you're not every day focusing on filling it with the present moment Mm -hmm. so if you ask people like what they want in their life most people don't know I mean, you asked me what kind of car I wanted, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's different. But it isn't different, I, though. Yeah, I think the deeper part of it, what do you want? For me, it's just meaningful connection and impact. To make an impact, whether that's one person or a billion, mm. impact and meaning is all I want in life. What, 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 are, what do you want in life? My life motto? I have it right here. It's oh. a little long. Read it oh okay we're off the cuff baby let's do it all right my life motto is to happily wake up every day with a contagious ferocity for life to be present in the moment yet focused on the future with a stable schedule and adventurous drive i will positively inspire others to be strong on the inside and out by leading a disciplined healthy life As a student for life, I'm intellectually driven to confidently make smart choices, which leads me to many career promotions, business opportunities, and fitness collaborations. By being generous in all aspects of life, abundance will be overflowing. I'll be financially wealthy to do anything I want, travel the world, and create a charitable organization to give back 
building a long-lasting legacy so that our message to the world will be alive and well long after we're gone. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, you should frame that. <laughs> uh, I will. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I, I think what you said in there reflects what we just talked about. The journey is where that stuff that you're talking about, having the stable schedule and taking care of yourself and waking up every day, those are the things that will bring you to the abundance, the financial stability, the promotions and all of that. But the focus isn't even on that. The focus is on your day-to-day, that that journey, that beauty of the journey. You oh. can't change everything tomorrow. No. But you can make small little steps towards that improvement. Yeah. And, and what I said on a previous episode was if you knew the ending chapter of every book, you wouldn't even read it. And with Ooh. life, if you are only focused on the outcome and not the day by the page by page and the beauty of each page. What kind of life is that? It's just not meaningful. It's not. The pages are where the story happens. The ending chapter is the finale and that's not anything to want to rush to get to, you know? Why would you want the finale to happen right away for you? There's something so beautiful beautiful about this day-to-day journey and in the present moment i don't know i'm i'm wow, so cheesy right you now. inspire me oh you inspire me <laughs> it's just crazy um, i love that i no, and you're so true and so many people think that they can't possibly make a difference yeah um one of my role models in my life cha- gave me a story um he shared it on the the first house build that we did and it's changed my life, and it's the starfish story. And I think I've shared it with you before. Yeah. Um, you can share it if you'd like. If it's sure, uh, hopefully it changes a couple other people's perspectives as well. So this little boy was about seven years old, and he's on the beach the night before it stormed really bad, and it's a really hot day. It's um there's so many starfish out on the beach and they're all getting roasted by the sun. Uh, So they're not going to live much longer. So this little boy, he sees and he picks up a starfish and he throws it into the ocean and he picks up another starfish and he throws it into the ocean. And then um, a 70 year old man has seen a lot of life comes on by and he yells at the little boy and he says, kid, what are you doing? You can't possibly save all these starfish. There's hundreds and thousands of starfish. And he continues to pick up a starfish and he throws it into the ocean. And he says to the cynical man, it made a difference for that starfish. So true. And that's what my life is all about now is yeah. making those small little changes yeah and seeing how they impact small. others that smile that you gave to someone on the street might have changed their complete perspective on life mm-hmm. and their whole day even mm-hmm. yeah giving the the homes away is a tangible gift is it something that will last for generations to come Mm -hmm. but the intangible part is the connections that we build on those trips yeah 
Yeah, and they're so impactful. Um, the organization we work with, Baja Bound, is very methodical about who we give homes to, the application process, mm -hmm. the orphanages we visit, the elderly homes that we get to connect with. And every single person that has been on those trips is just so thoughtful and oh. caring. And those are the people I tend to surround myself with. I love that. And I keep saying I love that, but I love everything you say. <laughs> the starfish story is so beautiful because with social media nowadays, we think that if we don't have a million followers, if we don't have a, a company reaching billions of people, we think that we're not making an impact. And we, for some reason, correlate impact with quantity numbers instead of depth mm -hmm. and i think with one person if you poured your energy into one person how deeply could you change their life Oof. if you poured your energy into five thousand, the depth isn't going to be it's physically not possible to put as much depth into it so i think our meaning of impact and our definition of it needs to be revisited because i don't think it's quantity i do think it's depth it's it's not width yeah it can't be it's not about quantity it's about quality mm -hmm. yeah um as you said that um something just kind of like popped into my brain and i've been kind of vocal about how i don't want kids yeah um i want to i actually never knew that yeah um I, i'm not saying forever yeah uh, right because now. life changes but i want to create my legacy to the world first yeah yeah um, i'm in a similar <clears throat> position and I think for a lot of people, they don't know how to create that deep, meaningful impact on one person. Yeah. And so then they have kids. Mm -hmm. And that is That's their, their salvation. Deep, meaningful impact. Mm -hmm. And like, I respect people for having kids. It's not easy. No. And um, I love them for that. That is not my lifestyle yet. But I can see why people would go and have kids to make that that legacy that's, last yeah for generations that's a very good way to, to put it yeah mm -hmm. that's interesting my parents always say to they almost make it seem selfish if i don't have kids hmm. um because of that probably because of do you really want the legacy to end here do you want the generation to end here like don't you want to it's almost like altruistic in the midwest to have children <laughs> i don't know but I think that's a really good point that kids are just one way of doing that. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways you can do that. And it doesn't have to be a one size fits all where you, kids are the only option you have yeah. to express your love to the world and make a difference. That's you know? beautiful. No, but I love that. I love that point of view. And I've never heard that before. And I, I honestly felt guilty for a few years now because I'm in a similar position where at this point in my life, I don't know if I want kids. Yeah. And I'm open to allowing my desires to change as time goes on because I've learned not to identify with things. Yeah. But right now at this time, I'm seeking a different kind of impact just like you. And that kind of gave me a little bit of, I don't know, like kind of a weight lifted off my shoulders in a sense. And it made me yeah. feel like a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? At peace with my own desires and dreams and things that I want to do. Yeah. And instead of with judgment, 
bef- like before, you know? Absolutely. So when your parents say next time that they're looking for a way that their legacy lives on, it's through your podcast. It's Aww. through the mission that you bring. It's to all of these followers that you make an impact on. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, you should tell her how big of an impact you make. <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I hope that nonetheless, this podcast shows people what kind of friendships you deserve to have. Mm. Because, I mean, you make me so much better. And you make me, I I can't Stop, even explain. I know, I know, I know. This is getting emotional. <laughs> and I, I won't make it too personal, but I truly want this to be an example for people that good genuine amazing incredible people exist and don't ever for a second believe that they're hard to find because i think that they are often right in front of your face and we're just afraid to show our love and vulnerability to them Mm -hmm. and you and i put out that energy into the world of what we wanted in a friendship and we have it and it's possible for people yeah absolutely we found it at a party yes a place (laughs) maybe we weren't having the most fun at but you know what it that our energy clearly connected each other and, and that's how we're sitting here today so it just shows that it doesn't have to be you have to be in this perfect place at the perfect um city in the perfect location it's more of what energy are you showing to people what kind of people are you allowing to come into your life and attracting so girl life isn't perfect no i've I've chased perfection for years and years years. part of the hustle mentality Mm. and then i realized that sometimes 80 percent is still good enough i think mostly 80 percent is always good enough yeah I think 100% of the time, 80% is mostly good enough. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, yeah, it it really is. And if um, there's people that don't know how to find those vulnerable, fun friends, I got you. Yeah, she. one thing that I admire about Arozo is that she creates a community wherever she is instead of thinking that she needs to relocate or find that community somewhere else. She doesn't really, you don't really have the mentality that external things contain your salvation. You create your own reality and you create your own community and you create your own environment that you want to have. And that's what I love. Like you don't need this external thing to do it for you. You've created such a beautiful community here. And what, I guess, what are some things that you did to foster that? And to, because a lot of people, I'm not even kidding. I think most of us in your 20s, 30s, whatever you are, it's sometimes hard to make new friends at that age. And Mm -hmm. we have this mindset that everyone's already made their friends. Everyone's already in their groups and cliques. How did you foster so many new relationships? That's an amazing question. So first and foremost, like sit down Mm -hmm. and write down who you are and who you want to be. And if you want to um, lose weight, are you going to join a, well, Fitbit local event Mm -hmm. or November project? Or are you going to find a running group through? Join things. uh, Yeah, just join Mm -hmm. things. And like, be vulnerable. Don't have this fear of judgment. There's so many people that are afraid to be themselves because they're worried that other people are going to judge you. 
let them judge you let them if if you aren't getting judged you're like i said you're not doing your job of being yourself yeah 100 of the time absolutely and so you figure that out and then you join these groups um and you stay away from things that aren't you mm-hmm. so i started staying away from bars and clubs and drama and childish games and if like this girl was talking bad about their friend i tend to stay away from that person i acknowledge that there are people that need a vent yeah but i always look at them after their venting session and then i ask them hey if you're talking bad about your best friend do you also talk bad about me what do you say about me Yeah. yeah Um, and so just making sure you get rid of the things that do not serve you anymore Mm -hmm. and you're able to make space for the things that do you do want to serve you. Yeah. Um, and I think routine is a big part of it as well. So when you wake up in the morning, do you wake up with gratitude? It's about your mindset. So go on Spotify, look up some affirmations, um, like there's a, a high vibes workout playlist I sent you recently mm-hmm. and I love it. It's so fun. It's like positive vibes on Spotify. It is. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you should always wake up with that mentality. Yeah. Um, for me, my dog provides me a lot of happiness. She's mm-hmm. over here sleeping right now. Yeah. My sweet girl. Well, more so just a sense of purpose. Like this live being depends on you. And um, it's kind of this beautiful synergy where there are days when you need her and there's days where she needs you. And Mm -hmm. that's the beauty in love. Like there's never this scorecard or tally card. It's just the synergy of pouring into each other. Yeah. Just keep pouring into other people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so I think that's the best way is just creating routine, knowing who you are and creating these groups. And I think Um, all of it's underlined by knowing who you are and being empowered by that and not ashamed of it Mm -hmm. like all of those things you listed really require you to look inward and not try to be someone else this is the age of information you can go on your phone and google anything you want now yeah and you'll find it so if you think that you're the only person in the world like just go and google you will find a lot of people like you yeah Mm -hmm. exactly i think we're very unique and we are but we're also very similar (laughs) exactly so and that's why i wanted i want to create this community Mm -hmm. through roshan and i want this social media platform of just positivity yeah Yeah. and radiation and for everyone to just be this light in this vessel that continues to carry on so many amazing things yeah um so yeah that's a little bit about how i do it and hopefully people are able to do the same and if they have questions they can always reach out you know yeah yeah but don't over flood her dms because this girl you Mm. give so much (laughs) i love giving though you do you do i love it Um, let's end on let's go back and forth like a power round and this is going to be very hard for me because i like to elaborate on everything and discuss (laughs) everything so we're going to bite our tongues we're going to just go back forth okay um we'll start with more ofs and then we'll do less thans okay no no no. let's start with less thans and on positives more the more ofs and then we'll wrap up my mom's gonna kill me if she hears one of these sorry mom <laughs> i know i mean my parents the whole baby thing oh, sorry um <laughs> anyway okay ready you go 
um more of podcasting oh wait let's do less than first. oh less than oh wait Oops. less of god i'm so used to math less than less than, than conversations that scratch the surface <gasps> that's good oh god don't talk okay <laughs> feeling like i have to adapt to what everyone else wants i think i already said that one. Ooh, i like that uh drama eating huge meals before bed oh my god <laughs> water it's bad i just like i'm so hungry drink water yeah you're right a lot more water okay um scarcity mindset leaving that at the door uh friendships that don't prioritize me mm, good mm-hmm. social media <laughs> that's a big one um saying, as my my reel goes viral no i know and like we we're sitting here talking about how much we hate social media and she's like dude my reel just went viral like and i got very excited i mean you have to can i elaborate on this things. one just yeah, for a minute yeah, yeah so the adventure challenge is a book that i bought like a year ago or something and then i finally had friends that wanted to do it so we went to brunch and then i scratched off this um book and it was like go grab a bat and go grab fruit and smash it and like do like baseball with it basically yeah. so we went and we grabbed a bat from big five and then we went to Vaughn's and we asked them for all of their bad fruit right and then we went and smashed all of the fruit and everything so fun so it went viral and i don't even know how yeah, but that my friend crazy. doug like put together this really cute video with awesome music and everything and now everyone's commenting on it saying that we're wasting food people Little are do dying they know, blah 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 we're the ones that go to mexico and build homes right it's like so funny it's it's the most altruistic group of people you've ever met <laughs> and these people are commenting like you're selfish people are dying people are starving and it's like if they knew the context you went and also just lay off like yeah ah, go do something if you feel like people are starving go make food for them like go do meals on wheels go show something for that don't sit on your phone and complain yeah so i'm going to comment afterwards i'm gonna send them all the link to the baja bound home builds and be like hey we have a feeding program through campo esperanza we all feed them i would love for you to join us amazing and let's see how many people actually go exactly that is people are i hope everyone does people are all talk i love that that's anyway that was my elaboration no it's fine that was the best elaboration (laughs) okay back to power hour uh did i go or did you go uh i think i went oh social because then i elaborated on yeah okay um saying yes to things just because i feel bad or i feel bad for someone Ooh. um boys (laughs) (laughs) i love that not even men boys because that's exactly the problem control and needing to know why about everything and i need to accept all that is oh yours are a lot better than mine Mm -mm. uh confusion see yours are so summarized i love that i'm a talker but i like yours no i like yours (laughs) confusion's good i wish i could elaborate fuck okay the mindset that faith and spirituality isn't enough to heal Mm childish games that people play so that um so that people are confused manipulation yeah Yeah, manipulation gaslighting Mm -hmm. yeah uh screen time for more than two hours a day so i want to let go of that and i want to strip it down Mm, i like that Mm -hmm. um moments where i feel vain 
um like that's good yeah that's really good that's very <laughs> self-aware of you um believing the same narratives about myself getting angry when people aren't as altruistic as i am Really hard touch, yeah very hard that's something to do. yeah that's very important to you especially when people like say that they're gonna come to the house build or say that they're gonna donate money mm-hmm. and then they don't and i'm like hey i didn't see your name on the report mm-hmm. yeah yeah let go oh, that's good identifying myself with things that i do or achieve Ooh. stop doing that uh clubs <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to end with the same thing. Clubs, bars, drinking, getting drunk. I don't even get drunk. Um, places where just I can't things where I conversate with yes, people. Yes, me too. I need meaningful, deep connection. Do you have any other ones? Because I, I ran out. But No. No. Okay. Let's do more of. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, go. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to add that. <laughs> Boundaries. Okay. Feeling empowered by who I am instead of resisting it to fit in. Ooh. Um, my beach home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feeding my body things it agrees with, not just things that are quote unquote healthy. Love that. Um, so I know I got rid of social media, but this is adding social media as marketing. Mm. So that you people understand. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a good <laughs> thing. People that inspire me. Ooh. Let's see. I didn't give you a lot okay. of time to write I'm just going to say so. this one. Just say it. Fuck it. Uh, psychedelic trips. <laughs> yes. Okay. I am adding that as well. Thank you for inspiring <laughs> me and making my list. Definitely see one in my future. Uh, building. No, that's boring because that's like all I want to do. Letting go of control and going with the flow, which is essentially the thing that I was getting rid of was control. So letting go of control. Wait, say that one again. Uh, I want more of letting go of control and going okay. with the flow. Mm, okay mm-hmm. more going with the flow mm-hmm. um financial freedom good i'm adding that too uh what feels good versus what's logical so mm. i'm trying to lean more into fi- my feminine energy and listen to my feelings emotions and how my body responds to things instead of trying to always think through everything because i think our bodies sometimes know more than we do interesting because mm-hmm. i feel like i'm doing the opposite mm. so you've got to find that harmony yeah it's harmony because i feel like i'm leaning into more logical things yeah which you are probably better with feel like you're more okay with that maybe i so maybe we're trying to balance ourselves yeah yeah please please feel more so i can be more logical right, exactly. and then we can tell each other yeah yeah that's good that's i like good. this okay um a happiness jar so like you write something that makes you happy in it and put. Oh, yeah. Cute. So every day I write down what I'm grateful for and the goal for the day. Oh. Yeah. So a happiness jar would just uh, be something I add to my living room area, mm-hmm. and then I would write down what I'm happy for, and then other friends can add into it as well. Mm-hmm. And then maybe once a month or like every couple months or something, I would read them all. Yeah. And it's like your own self is reminding you what brings you joy. That's beautiful singing and then working on the thing that i'm working on can you elaborate maybe not i don't know because i don't know anything yet soon yeah um let's see my mom's vacation dream yours are really good so are yours mine are kind of 
vague. Um, <laughs> that's funny because <laughs> mine were vague in the beginning. <laughs> no, what am I leaving then. behind? <laughs> no, that's good. I love that. Leave behind. You don't need to put time into the things you're leaving behind. So that's a good thing. You just kind of summarize, let it go. No, but I think you're also letting go of like specific things, which yeah. is also great. See, we're so freaking up. Like we find the positives and everything. Um, the last one I have is creating the reality of the health and well-being that I really want to have. So instead mm. of thinking that it's something far away, I have to pretend I'm already experiencing that health. And I, by virtue, think my body will start creating that for me. Love that. Yeah. Uh, did I say cold showers? You didn't say it yet. You said you have been doing five minute cold showers a day, which okay. I have to say is so freaking impressive. I put it on for 30 seconds and I'm done. Tapped out. Breathe through it. Just keep breathing it. through it. I need to do it though. It's so good for you. I hate it and I love it. It's, it's so good for your. It's not even nor- been like so good for just your like body, but your mind as mm-hmm. well. Like you're putting yourself in a place of stress, but you since you are putting yourself there, you can basically like a tr- train yourself to adapt to stress mm-hmm. when you're in the moment because you know how to like breathe through it exactly like you said have you guys uh, i shouldn't say have you guys no i love uh, that we're hanging out guys, everybody. have you guys ever swam in an ocean yes but like so when you swim into an ocean you know how you get to like where the waves are getting a little bit crazier mm-hmm. but then you just let go yeah you know a lot of girls like they don't get their hair wet because they don't want to deal with it i'm the same way yeah my same or like if i have makeup on yeah but then I just let go. Yeah. And I let go in the ocean. Uh-huh. And I'm able to just be myself and just like let the waves take me wherever it wants to. Yeah. And so this that's the same thing with the cold showers for me. Oh, and yeah. um, last Monday when Hazel had her seizure and then I went and took a cold shower, it was a way for me to reset. Yeah. And then... Um, I ended up creating a business idea out of it. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. I think the, that's a very good analogy because in the cold shower, the harder you resist and think about how cold it is and how awful it feels, the worse it feels. But if you s- just simply like let your muscles relax mm. and just let go and say, this is what is right now, it's not as bad. So anytime you text me saying that you have control issues, I'm going to tell you to go take a cold shower from Please. now on. Yeah, this is why I'm <laughs> friends with her. She keeps me in a straight line. <laughs> I have enjoyed this so much. You me are an incredible too. human. You make my life just so much lighter. And that's why I love the business idea of Rashawn. Oh, thank you. And where can people find you and follow your journey and not outcome? Yeah. So my Instagram is arozo523, A-R-O-Z-O-5-2-3, like my birthday. Um, and follow me along on those journeys there um we'll be creating the website and the application and all of the social media for everyone to follow along the journey pretty soon and yeah just let me know how y'all are feeling yay yay thanks for coming on thank you you're doing amazing amazing things and i love how you're being able to connect with all of these amazing souls and allow for your viewers to just see a little bit of who you are and how special you are oh my god i literally could cry you i have to take back some credit of you know 
I always say I'm so lucky to have you in my life or people like you, but sometimes we forget that we attracted that, you know? We're and lucky so, to have each other. Yeah, we are. And yeah. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm excited to see, well, I'm trying to be present, but I'm excited to see what you do with everything that you're working on. I'm excited for both of our journeys. Yeah, me Because too. we are a... Uh, an average of who we are and the the five closest yes. people i'm butchering that that no, quote everyone gets it everyone um, knows what you're talking about but you're one of the people that is constantly in my life and you come over and Whether you work she likes with it or me not. <laughs> girl she, you've got a key to my house <laughs> you do <laughs> so you're always welcome oh gosh but seriously like having people that just understand who you are yeah is such a special thing yeah um and it's time for me to drink my water i was just gonna say it's time to get litty let's do it (laughs) all right everyone have an amazing week and go smile at someone today yeah